Hello and welcome to Season 2, Episode 17 of the Raider Power Podcast. I'm Evan Johnson, and with me today, again, by himself, is Mr. Chris Moss. Chris, what's going on here, man? Hey, I think we should change the name of this podcast to the Chris and Evan Show. <laughs> I don't know. How about what do you, what do you listeners want? You want the Chris and Evan show or the Raider Power podcast? But I, I'm doing good, man. I just got back from Lubbock, back in Los Angeles. Uh, the weather is beautiful; hasn't changed at all. Um, you know, Happy New Year. No, man. All, all kidding aside, I'll love to Mr. Ryan Doherty and and all of our <laughs> friends and family. I think that obviously it's tough to get together in the new year, and so uh, we will make that happen again shortly. But. Uh, Man, there's been some uh, a lot of hype around the Texas Tech basketball program recently, uh, especially rolling into Big 12 play this coming Saturday against Oklahoma State. Chris, what have you seen recently with our past two games, um, and, and kind of what are you looking forward to? Yeah, um, so overall I think our uh, out-of-conference schedule um, has been pretty good. Um, we're still trying to find the identity of this team. Um, you know, some tough losses with Iowa and Creighton in the tournament, you know, huge win against Louisville, which is a big bounce back for us. But in the last two games against UT or University of Texas, Rio Grande Valley, a lot of, uh, acronyms in these, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we saw, we saw some fight. We also saw, you know, saw some improvement, um, from Kyler Edwards in the last couple of games. Um, Moretti's still struggling, but, a constant is that Jemias Ramsey is a huge key to this team and that our defense, you know, doesn't matter who we're playing is going to show up. So, um, yeah, I mean, last couple of games has been, you know, tough fought. Uh, but, you know, it's good that Tech is 9-3 going into Big 12 play. Uh, what are your thoughts about the last couple of games? Yeah, no doubt, Chris. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, the last time we spoke was before the UT RGV game, and um, we had mentioned that Jordan Jackson, the son of Cheryl Swoops, was going to be a difference maker in that game, and he sure was, especially in the first half. Mm -hmm. He came out there looking like he was ready for revenge. He played well. Um, I think that even though he didn't lead the team in points, that he was kind of their playmaker for sure. Um, and And they looked like a really solid squad, and to be honest, Texas Tech did not look very good in the first half. No, no, they, they didn't. They really didn't. And, and uh, I'm not let me sure just jump. what he wanted to have revenge for. You know, what? What? Why? Yeah. He, you know, there was no reason. But he definitely brought the energy that they needed to compete in that game for sure. Well, I think part of it is you know you come in as a highly touted recruit in 2015. You don't get the playing time that you want, so you transfer out. I mean, that's part of it for sure. But and, you know, I, I I thought that he was a nice man most of the game. But one time I saw him make a big play and kind of get in Chris Beard's face on the bench and almost scream a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that got me a little fired up because I was yeah. like, you know, who were you to do that? But um, <clears throat> anyways, but let me jump in real quick and say I'm very sorry if I sound <laughs> a little off kilter. I've been a little under the weather lately, so apologize to the listeners if I sound ridiculous trying to talk but <laughs> this man's just had surgery and is back for another episode no off time. oh man it, yeah the surgery is one thing um, that was unfortunate had had the old gallbladder removed like i'm <laughs> 80 years old but uh, uh aside from that 
got a little sinus infection, so I just sound a little goofy. So forgive me there. But um, um, all thing with that man, you know, we we played we played to win. We played well down the stretch, which is what we have to do. You know, this reminded me of the game before um, against Southern Miss. You know, we didn't look good, but we closed the game. Mm-hmm. It was it was too close of a game. Obviously, yep. you don't want to see you beat UT. Rio Grande Valley by only 10 at home. Yeah. You know, I think they were like a, a four win team coming into that game. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, not a whole lot else to hit on that, but moving on to CSU Bakersfield after Christmas day, once again, hope all the listeners had a very Merry Christmas with friends and family. But um, going into that game, I thought that there were a lot more positives to yeah. take away from there. Absolutely. Yeah. Just to hop in. I mean, Kyler Edwards blew that game wide open three threes back to back to back in the second half to blow that game open. Um, it was a, you know, the first half tech played well and to the credit of CSB CSB Roadrunners, Um, they, uh, they look, you know, fiery coming out and, uh, they played a solid game, especially in offense. Uh, I think Chris Beard, you know, I think we've said this before. Uh, we used to do the hunting and now we're the hunted. I don't think I quoted him exactly correctly, but, um, Nope, exactly. That, that is what we are facing with these uh, out of conference, you know, lower ranked teams. That you know, this is basically you know March Madness finals for them. So yep. <clears throat> you know, we're, we should be expecting their best ball, and that's what we've been getting. But yeah, definitely a lot of positives in that last game. You know, we're we're starting to look like the Big Twelve contender that we're we are. Um, I would say, other than you know you know, Ramsey going off and that, you know, Edwards was playing well. Um, TJ Holyfield, I think had one of his best all around games. Um, didn't get in the foul trouble. He was smart with the ball, not a lot of turnovers. And, you know, he had seven rebounds, two assists and eight points. So, you know, I think that's kind of where I want him. I would like him, you know, having more points, but seven rebounds, we need that desperately. Um, and then Chris Clark also all around, Good game, seven rebounds, nine assists, nine points. Um, looks like the team is meshing together really well. What do you see? No, Chris, I love that. I, I think that for sure my uh, player of the game, just because of how excited I am about the potential, was Kyler Edwards. Yeah. We've been waiting to see this breakout performance that mm-hmm. finally we got a little glimpse of, right? Yeah. I mean, he played a complete game, best game I've seen him play this year. Yeah, no by question. far, by far. And, and you even saw how stoked Chris Beard was, right? I think it was after his third three back-to-back to bat that they called a timeout and Beard was on the floor giving this young man a hug. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it, it was like him saying, hey, you can do this. Like, this is your normal. Yeah, make, this make is your this normal. Your normal you make know? this your normal, yeah. And uh, which I love to see from Beard because he's always encouraging these guys and coaching them hard. But um other than that, yeah, you're exactly right. Jemias Ramsey, again, showing why he's our leading scorer going off. Um, four for four from downtown, just unconscious from three. Um, but, man, Chris Clark, dang near hitting a triple-double if he had a few more stats. Nine exactly. points, seven rebounds, nine assists. He was playing out of his mind again. I think that we can both agree that he is one of the cornerstones of this offense. Just plays unbelievable. Uh, plays hard with grit, and he's going to be a big key to Big 12 play moving forward, no question. Yeah, we definitely need his toughness, especially on the boards. And, you know, watching them 
you know, up close and personal, his passing ability is unbelievable. He he passes with a purpose. Um, oh yeah, you know, really really accurate, and he throws the ball when he passes very quickly. It's not a lot of time for him to make decisions, and he seems like he makes the right one uh, all the time. So his yeah he he's got great court vision and his passing ability is is up there is you know NBA level. How about and, that little behind the behind the head dish? Yeah, oh my god, I went, I went nuts on that. That was that was too, that was insane. That was a top you know Sports Center top ten. I don't think a lot of people actually saw exactly what he did, but he looked like he was going up for a dunk, and he when he was going up, he he just flicked it with the wrist right behind him for an easy two. Um, right. That was sick, but yeah, right. I mean the team the team is looking pretty good going into Big Twelve play. I think we yep. can say that you know we had some easy games at the beginning, and then you know faced a little adversity with Ramsey going down, and uh, I think the team has responded well. Um, you know we're nine and three going to Big Twelve play, like I've said, and we have the second longest uh, non conference win streak at home. Isn't yep. that, isn't that right? So uh, and that'll, yeah. that'll certainly be put to the test on January the 25th game. I cannot wait for. I've been talking about it all season with mm-hmm. Kentucky coming to town. But Chris, excellent segue. This Saturday, January the 4th, we have a hot Oklahoma State team rolling into Lubbock. Yeah. What do we need to do to win? What do we need to do to play well? And kind of what are your your keys to the game? Yeah, um, so Oklahoma State is returning five starters that accounted for 76% of their minutes last year. Um, the Cowboys were not a great team last year. Um, I believe they went 12-20. and 20, But we saw what they could do last year taking Tech to, what was it, double overtime? Um, mm-hmm. You know, they... With, with Lindy Waters, with and Lindy, he's back. Yeah, he's back. Um, he played. I'm sure he's uh, excited to come play Tech at home again. Um, keys to the game, right? This is going to be an. Ex- this is an experienced Big Twelve tough team that we're facing. Like I said, five returning starters. They know how to get it done, or at least how to compete in the Big Twelve. Um, toughness is going to be a key to the game. Another key to the game is you know turnovers. We're just not gonna ha- we're not gonna be able to um, turn the ball over just you know willy nilly and expect um, our defense to stop them every time. We need to be really smart with the ball because again, this is an experienced team and they they know how to win. Um, and then I think the biggest uh, key to the game for me is that we're gonna be we're gonna need all of our starters to be clicking. Shannon's got to be aggressive. Ramsey's got to shoot the ball well. Moretti, Moretti really needs to start shooting the ball better, especially from three. Um, Kyler Edwards, you know, just do exactly what you've been doing in the last game. You know, show up, play with authority, and, uh, you know, be one of the biggest players for Tech. And Holyfield, again, stay out of foul trouble and just, you know, play play your role. And Chris, Chris Clark has got to take over this team from the point guard position make you know the smart passes that he's been doing and yeah we just got we got to play a total solid sound game that that's what we need to do against Oklahoma State and I think we're I think we're there I think I think we've had enough um, I, I won't say practice but enough game time experience for these freshmen to grow up and understand that you know this is what it takes to get it done yeah. 
and I think we've had they've had enough time, and I think that we will get it done come Saturday. Also, right. the crowd. I, I will say I was very impressed. Sorry, I'm going a little long, Evan, but uh, I was very impressed with the crowd in the last two out of conference games. You know, the students are on break. Um, and I'm, you know, I was lucky enough to get tickets to both games because that stadium was pretty filled. I, I think it's right. got the attendance, I believe was over 12,000, you know, mm-hmm. these are not going to be the same fans that are going to be at the, the big 12 games coming. Um, I expect that place to be incredibly rowdy. I expect that place to be rocking the entire time, um, which For is sure. going to play, which is going to play into the energy of the team and the fact that tech is going to have to feed off that. And, uh, you know, play with that toughness and energy for the whole 40 minutes. So, right. yeah, those right. are my several keys to the game. <laughs> yeah, Chris, I think that was really well said. Um, my keys to the game is going to be balanced scoring. Mm. I think that Oklahoma State has a really strong defensive team so that, you know, they're, they're not going to be able to just limit us to one specific player. Yeah. But they're going to be pretty well balanced on that side of the ball. So, I'm looking for us to be able to make plays and not necessarily have a major offensive superstar, whereas that would be great. Um, I just think that it's going to be of a more balanced attack from us offensively from the motion offense standpoint in this game, for sure. Yeah. But you know, Yeah, like you said, looking at you know Oklahoma State's defense, uh, they're ranked currently 25th in the country, and they're ninth in, from three-point defense. Uh, so we're going to have to get it done inside for sure. Uh, much worse defensively when it comes to two point percentage, they're the 62, the 62nd best team in the country. So like you said, really well coached, you know, older team that plays really solid defense. Um, and they've only had three losses and those losses have come to Georgetown, Wichita state and Minnesota. So They've gotten they've gotten it done against lesser ranked opponents, just like Texas Tech. For sure, for sure. And you know, to that point, Chris, you know, we've seen a struggle from behind the arc in multiple games this year. Yeah. And we've seen what we have to do from the offensive side of the ball. So, I'm looking for a balanced game from the guys of the likes of of Chris Clark, T.J. Holyfield, Terrence Shannon, the guys that are kind of known for getting inside and scoring. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that hopefully we can get some opportunities from Moretti and, and Jemias Ramsey from behind the arc. Don't get me wrong. Ramsey can get to the basket whenever he wants. His, his first step is so quick amongst the quickest steps in the nation, no question. But um, I think that we're going to rely – excuse me, rely on our – our inside offense a little bit more than, than we have in the past for this game. But um, as, as we've said, starting quick is, is crucial. You know, we're, we're rolling in a conference play ranked what 22nd in the nation now. Yep. Um, you know, we got to protect home court. We, we have the fortunate circumstance that we not only have Oklahoma state, but the following Tuesday, the number six Baylor bears come to town. Yep. Um, and that is, <laughs> that's about as big as of a, of a game that you can have this early in, in conference play. I mean, uh, Baylor is looking incredible. They've, they've played very, very well. Um, and we're going to have to really play exceptional to give ourselves a chance to beat Baylor on Tuesday. Yeah. Baylor's much better than I thought they were going to be this year. Um, yep, same. you know, currently they have, you know, top 20 offense and defense they're you know a well-coached team 
just like every team in the Big 12. And, they, you know, they have some older guys. And Jared Butler's playing extremely high-level basketball right now. Um, yeah, like you said, it's not going to get easier. That's the thing, right? The Big 12 this year is extremely solid. The worst team in rankings is Kansas State, who has the 38th best defense in the country. Right, right. Um, it's just not it going to get easier. It was an Elite Eight team two years ago. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's just not going to get it's not going to get easier going forward. Um, Tech's got to play solid. They got to you know take care of the ball. And uh, this is just the beginning, man. This is where yeah. it starts to get fun. This is why they no came question. to Texas no Tech. Question. I cannot wait to continue to review Texas Tech basketball coming forward. Um, man, other other things to note. Let's hope that Ramsey, you know, knock on on wood, every piece of wood you can find, that he stays healthy. That's going to be a big key to the season. We're going to see Tyreek Smith hopefully come back here sooner than later from his leg injury. Uh, but, yeah, we're getting rolling in Big 12 play, man, and this is where we get to put our money where our mouth is because, mm-hmm. I mean, there's no need to beat around the bush. We did not have a single good non-conference win aside from Louisville. I mean, that was it. Yeah. You know, Um and we had some, to be quite honest, some not so good losses to teams that we should have beat. So um, it's time to it's time to start building our tournament resume right yep, now. Exactly. Um, and, and it's good that we have some momentum rolling into it. But um, I I'm, I'm honestly feeling good about it, man, um, because the past couple of years, this is what Beard does. He just seems to have a knack for gelling around Big Twelve time. Yep. Yeah, and uh, I'm very excited to see this team grow. I think that we haven't even seen close to the potential. Like like I've said, we haven't seen all of these guys click at the same time. We need we need them all to click at the same time. Right. And I think we're going to start seeing that as we face Big 12 uh, competition here. No doubt. No. Because we're going to have Chris, to, you know? I should have asked. It's 2020. How weird does that sound? Yeah, it's strange, man. Isn't that weird? That's no, very well, weird. Maybe to close this out, let's think back over the last decade of Texas Tech sports. Uh-huh. What are some of your favorite memories over the last ten years? Oh my God! Uh, maybe let, maybe let's do like a top three. Yeah, and and and, and 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 let's let's make it personal to you. Not even not even what's the biggest moment, but what are your most fond top three memories? Jeez, I'm trying to think if this was. It was earlier than that. Okay. Uh, okay. So probably one of my favorite memories is was watching Patrick Mahomes beat Texas at Texas when Jakeem Grant did the fake uh, the fake uh, kneel and ran ran down for the touchdown. Um, that, that was on that, my, that was on my list too. I can even I can even one up you there. It was a play called Little People Big World. <laughs> no way. That's that was it actually was. the name. Yep. Yep, That's that was actually the man. <laughs> oh man, uh, I mean, you know, the elephant in the room. I got to say that uh, probably my favorite moment as a Texas Tech fan was last year, going, you know, watching Texas Tech go all the way to the finals of March Madness and being able to actually go to that game. Uh, them beating Michigan State was incredible. Going to the Gonzaga game. Uh, watching them win that with Moretti just so hot from three that was that was that was epic. Oh, last year just in the entire basketball season was was definitely one of my favorite moments um 
And then looking back, I mean, 2010 to now, the football team just <laughs> hasn't really got it done. Uh, how about how about Texas Tech uh, baseball? You know, going very deep uh, for the national championship. You know, several years in a row. That I, I I'll say that's my my other favorite. Also, meat judging national champions. There you go. Yeah, there you go, Chris. What I have you? if I can go to my top three just off the top of my head and. I'll be, I'll be frank with you. Two of them involve basketball from last year. Number one, hands down, in agreement with you, being in Minneapolis watching us take down Cassius Winston and, and the Michigan State Spartans in the Final Four, something I will never forget ever. Uh, man, that was <laughs> – you talk about highs and lows. Special. That was one of the biggest highs for Texas Tech sports that I've ever been a part of ever. Um, number two, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with baseball. And it was a couple of Omaha's ago whenever uh, we handed the number one Florida Gators their loss, yeah. their second loss in the College World Series, mm-hmm. sent, them, sent them home packing against what everyone said that we could do because they were supposed to blow us out of the water. That sure was a special memory. And then, unfortunately, man, um, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of football memories that cracked the top ten, maybe even top five for me, but – uh, number three is going to have to be another basketball memory, and it's winning the Big 12 last year. That yeah. was something that I've wanted to see for my entire life, and uh, to see it all come to fruition last year was really special. Are you crying? Uh, just about. <laughs> just about. Yeah, dude. That's a, that's yeah, a pretty you, tough – Let's cut this out. Let me go get some tissues. I'll that, be right back. <laughs> that's, a pretty, that's a pretty tough question just you know, off the top of your head. Yeah. Um, and really, this decade for football has been not so hot. Right. So, you know, you just basically are narrowing it down to a few special plays in some basically non-important games. But basketball, this you know, this dec- this last decade or this last half of the decade has just yeah. been incredible for well, all okay. the sports other now than I football. Feel bad. Let's make some honorable mentions for football, okay? Because these crack it, too. Let's talk about... Let's talk about the triple overtime victory that we had against TCU. And I think, was it 2013, 2012? During that day game That was an incredible game. Let's talk about beating UT in Austin twice Twice. in a row. But also losing at home twice. (laughs) Hey, you know what? Like I said, silver lining here, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, you know, there there, there were those moments in football when we were there and and we felt the same energy – and enthusiasm that we feel for for basketball and and baseball, but we just need to get it more on a consistent basis. Is all it is. You know what? Honorable mention. Uh, 2018 basketball was beating Purdue. Being at that game with Ryan in Boston, uh, that that was that was something special. Also beating Florida. I mean, we've just we've been playing so well. Oh, and I got one more, and I'm sorry to keep doing this, but. Blowing out Kansas basketball yeah. on the road mm-hmm. was unbelievable. Yeah, it's like we hadn't won there in like twelve years or something like that. Or we, we had never ne- beat them. We've we never had beat never them won at Allen Field Fieldhouse. Fieldhouse. Yeah, never. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, that's it's been a pretty much a basketball. And then, and then the following decade. year, we, we creamed them at home too. So yeah. anyway, how about that Anyhow. dunk uh, from Jarrett Culver? Woo! Against right. uh, was it against Milwaukee over uh, Lopez? Yeah, dude, and then, that was. Uh... And then him uh, 
you see, I don't, I'm not sure why he got the technical. He must have said something, but just staring him down and then running off. <laughs> yeah, he bumped into Ata Tacumba a little bit. <laughs> he, he ran, he ran away as soon as he saw Lopez coming at him. <laughs> uh, well, man, uh, I hope everyone's having a happy new year. Here's to hopefully many more fond memories of Texas Tech sports mm-hmm. this decade. But uh, that's all I, that's all I got, Chris. So for now, I'm Evan. I'm Chris. This has been the Raider Power Podcast. Guns up. Guns up, baby.